We're back, everybody. <laughs> are you are you talking? <laughs> wait. <laughs> we're back. Wait. Wait, wait. I thought you were already talking. So I was just like reminding people that we were back. <laughs> I didn't know we were back. You were just talking to me. <laughs> we're back. We're not. We can, um, we can still do. Okay. <laughs> like this person, whatever is my forte. Wait, are we back? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we be back? <laughs> I guess I think so. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less cynical and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Macy. Welcome to episode number 41. Here we are. And we're going to have a nice 41. table tap to introduce the topic today. This is today. not a drum roll. But it's a table tap because it's a pretty exciting the topic. The same noise that you will have heard in the past uh, that we use as a drum roll. <laughs> we're just simply labeling this as a table tap. You get, the, you get it. There you go. An ASMR table tap. Friendship. Friendship is the topic, everybody. Friendship. What a topic. We all deal with it in our lives. We're blessed by it. We're S- uh, stressed out by we're it. Stressed by it. Confused by it. Friendship. Impacted by it. It's whether it's you a have part lots of, of friends, the very no friends. culture we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether you have lots of friends or you have no friends at all, there's still a hint of expectation, maybe. Ooh, or you're already getting into it. There's a hint of this is a part of what it is to be human, maybe. Whoa, you're already getting into it. Well, this is what <laughs> we do here. We get right into it. Wow. We're already not really going to do a big intro today, everybody. We're kind of going to maybe get right into it. Oh, are we going to do an intro for the whole episode or are we going to? I don't know. I thought we weren't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We're, we are going to do a quick intro, a I quick think. quick intro. Maybe we'll do an intro that explains where we're going and why we chose the topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Good we'll idea. take a break. <laughs> <laughs> see. Okay, so where are we going with this? Well, uh, well, why did we choose it? Why did we choose it? I think... Well, I think we chose it for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, we mm-hmm. wanted to have a topic that was kind of more fun and lighthearted. And mm-hmm. I think in terms of our no small thing philosophy, we like to think about the range of topics that we choose. And we're trying to emphasize that each one of them has merit and there's no small thing. And that's why they kind of jump back and forth between different kinds of topics because they Ooh, all matter. Man. Man. So you said it best. Friendship popped into our brains because it really is no small thing and we try and hit some topics sometimes that aren't quite as niche but they're more we have some probably niche thoughts on friendship yeah but everybody can jump right in and be like oh friendship oh i have something to say about that probably yeah and and it feels a little bit lower stakes than some other episodes yeah like there's not quite as much maybe research or needing to come to the table with like facts you know when we do defense mechanisms i'm like hardcore researching freud and all of those things before friendship we our research is probably mostly our lives yeah and so we're bringing our hot takes on friendship um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. opening up that conversation maybe controversial controversial maybe are we good friends who's to say what makes a good friend (laughs) 
who is to say? Well, see, hopefully well, well, the whole point of this is to pique someone's interest. To, to talk and a I bit ca- about it. I'm here in the room choosing this topic, am I, and you're piquing my interest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting interested in this topic. It's uh, interesting. Well, um, also, I think in terms of some of the things that we've covered, like we've talked about introversion, extroversion, we've talked about parties, we've talked about social media, I find that I tend to have opinions on these topics that don't seem to fit the norm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm sort of some fancy out of the box thinker or something like that. I'm just no, saying. No, you're just a loner. Yeah, maybe a loner. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes I'll own that. And, but then also um, not, I think, I think, and I think you might relate to this a little bit, but oftentimes not really understanding why things are done the way they're done. Right. You like know? there sometimes seems to be, like we've everyone's gotten some manual that explains yes. something. Yes. <gasps> yes. It seems to be like everyone's gotten some manual that explains it. Uh-huh. But I'm like who wrote the manual? Who wrote Do we it? need to follow it? Yeah. Why is everyone just following Can it? Can we rewrite it? And like it's just ingrained in our brains like friendship is this. Friendship like is all of these random things. You have to call a friend back or you're a bad friend. <laughs> and like, see, who told me that? Yeah. Yeah. Who says, yeah. I didn't and who's, took a who's class. deciding I didn't that that is friendship. I didn't, I didn't make any vows. Exactly. I never told you I'd be this person. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, this is so already it's the same thing with like with parties, you know, these things we've kind of dabbled in, which I'd all already love to do parties part two. I'd love to do social media. Part oh, that'd two. be so fun. Um, so yeah, friendship is an interesting thing. I'm grateful for it, and yet I am intrigued by it. Yeah, and we, uh, of course, because it's no small thing, love to approach it with curiosity. So we're mm-hmm. curious about mm-hmm. friendship, and we invite you all to kind of join us on the journey about being curious about friendship. Maybe this week you'll think about your friendships and what they've meant to you, and the differences between friendships. I mean, we all have different kinds of friends. Mm. They're just, it goes so far. Mm. This make, topic. A, make a chart at your house and <laughs> label your friends and rate them. And, and, and then you'll know. Maybe an Enneagram one would do that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Friendship, man. Wow. Yeah. So Seinfeld that's what we're going to be discussing. <laughs> friendship. Friendship. Yeah. And hopefully I, I do. I do like to think that this podcast provides a little bit of value in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a season of thinking about friendship. Take a week. Take a week think to think about, about it. it. We're um, going to think about it. We don't have answers also, by the way. Not <laughs> experts. We're not experts on friendships. And I don't think either of us would claim to be. I w- I'm, I'll speak for myself. I would not go around being like, I'm a great friend. I am a B minus friend <laughs> at best. I'm a B minus friend. Probably <laughs> worse, but. I really value my friendships, but I don't think I'm. No, I'm not. A good I'm not friend. acing friendship. No, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like I I do bet people that are listening there are some people listening and go, I'm a good friend. Yeah. They they're listening right now thinking they're good friends. Yeah. I mean I we I try to be, but I, I'm also aware of my own personal nature, which mm-hmm. I think lends itself to not being the best. Mm-hmm. All right. Well Ooh, so in terms of intro so many thoughts. <laughs> uh, we're 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 gonna just so you know, the first thing we're gonna try to do is grapple with a uh, a, definition a definition of friendship. Of friendship. And we don't have answers. We're going to look up the definition on the internet. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to not be good. We've already taken a look at it, but there'll be a, a launch point. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to like in this first section coming up, we're going to we're going to spout off about what we think it is. What what yeah, what are our own mm-hmm. 
defining parts of friendship maybe mm-hmm. i've got how very little it? to say but uh, we'll see how what happens <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a lot to say i i do i do i do i have a lot of wondering too <laughs> and i'm sure something you say will spark something in me okay but, but i want everybody to know typically we, we start this podcast with our journey oh, true. but we are not this week so maybe that's a fun little thing we're throwing you off with, but, but then we will yeah. everybody get to a journey that's the, the, the second the part the second of this. part where we will share our own like personal like so macy i will share my personal kind of friendship journey of like at a young age what was friendship to me what are early prominent friend moments and things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. scott will do the same and then everybody will get a s- little bit of Scott and I's friendship, yep. how we came to be, our little journey, which I think <laughs> might be fun for people. Sure. Yes, um, absolutely. It's a funny, uncanny friendship and yet not uncanny. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be as uncanny as it is, but. True. Yeah. It should um, be more normal. And then. I think Enneagram. We might talk about the Enneagram friendship. and friendship. Yeah. And some thoughts on that. And then we've got lots of quotes we got some quotes and then we got some listener uh engagement that we might use for some springboards we're gonna meander around this topic of friendship Mm -hmm. so if this sounds like not not the right week for you go ahead and listen to other episodes we got music episodes we got enneagram episodes we're like ah i gave it a shot intro friendship this will be a fun one don't like where they're taking this one (laughs) they don't know what they're talking about they're not experts so goodbye but we do get the credit for the listen, I think, already, if you've listened this far. So oh thanks. <laughs> thanks for joining us thus far. Okay, friends. But, uh, maybe it sounds interesting. Sorry. Friends. <laughs> I know. I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> listeners are our friends. Are the listeners our friends? I I'd like so. to think they are. Yeah. If you're listening but right now, you're our friend. Uh-oh. I but don't know. we don't even have a proper we don't even definition have yet, like so a, what am I never, referencing? Maybe we've not had a full back-and-forth conversation. Does there need to be physical interaction, face-to-face acknowledgement? I don't think face-to-face. Friends. Hmm. Hi, friends. Oh, no, you're not my friend. I've never met you before. I listen to your podcast, but we're not friends. I am I'm your listener. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare call me a friend. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm going to say friend. All right, friends. Thanks, friends. <laughs> when we come back, you'll get to hear a little bit about what the heck friendship even is. What is friendship? We're, we're in back the in the yeah. house. We're gonna we're gonna read this very very inadequate technical dry uh, soulless definition of friendship from the Merriam-Webster's dictionary. First of all, also I do think side note that there has to be some sort of rule about using the word that it, uh, that you're trying to define in the definition. Right. So. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. So the definition of friendship is the emotions or conduct of friends or the state of being friends. That is a silly a definition. A relationship between friends. It's the most ridiculous thing. Because it's like they're playing a joke. It's like that's an <laughs> SNL sketch. What is a friendship? Let's read it. 
Um, a friendship is being a friend, and it's a relationship between friends. What? <laughs> yeah, like nothing was said. It's in the definition that it's a friendship. Couldn't you say? So I have the definition. Two people engaging in a relationship. I mean, it's not using the word friend. Like, yeah, couldn't they have? What? Substituted the word friend for the actual definition <laughs> two, of friend. Two friends behaving as <laughs> friends in the realm of friendship. <laughs> and, and journeying in friendship like what okay so i have the definition of a friend okay okay, okay. which might this might be better might be a little bit better a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection okay this is good this is good this is good typically exclusive of sexual or family relationships mm. don't quite know what that means but i think what it's saying is like you wouldn't say of course you can say Oh, my brother is my friend. Oh. But by definition, a friend is kind of, it's not Pl- a part of your platonic? family. Pl- not pl- and platonic. a friend is, ma- by definition, I- not romantic or in sexual nature. Yeah. Which, of course, we get into the gray area because, you know, people are like, I married my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the way you said that. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of emotions, <laughs> complicated emotions behind that uh, impersonation. Um, <laughs> oh, my so gosh, that was good. <laughs> I married my best friend. Yay. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say that that s- I don't know when it happened. I'm I'm kind of in the s- in the stream of it. Mm-hmm. But it does seem that like saying something like that it, it became romantic at some point. Saying you married like, "Oh, they're my yeah. best friend." Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't typically I mean, say that. Sentiment. I typically say to Marissa, "She's my favorite person." I go, "So, you're my favorite person." But it's nice. Yeah, it's another twist on being romantic. I mean, you got to find a little bit more of a creative way of saying I love you. I guess also saying something that rings true to your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, best friend. I, I think true. And uh, I mean, now we're going to get into romantic relationships. I married everybody 17 years. We've talked about that on this podcast. But um, yeah, to say something that seems unique to your marriage seems better instead of just the standard I love you. Mm-hmm. That's nice. But uh it also seems to come with a lot of pressure. I think this is one of the things we learned in marriage hmm. was that the expectation of also being, this is the worst phrase to say, but let's just say it like a lover. <laughs> <laughs> You're my lover. My grandparents used I to don't say think that that's to each that other. Bad. My lover. This is my lover. Hello, lover. That's kind of cute. It's cute. I couldn't do it. It doesn't seem real to me, right, authentic right. to me, but to, to have that and then to also be my best friend. Like, right. I, think, I think somewhere along the line, Marissa was like, I need you to have some friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do all of the relational <laughs> lifting, you know? Like, you got to be able to talk to some other people. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's <laughs> really important. I have a five important. on Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, I think there was some parts along my journey where I was just like, I'm just going to hang out with Marissa. <laughs> yeah, I don't need anyone else. <laughs> that's also interesting. Yeah. Yeah, best friendship. Friend, friendship, not not romantic. Yeah, I, I do. I do think maybe for our purposes on this episode, we should clarify that by and large, generally speaking, we aren't talking about romantic relationships. No, and I do by think that large. there is, of right. course, friendship involved in romantic relationships. Yeah. There's no denying of that. But yeah. we're we're kind of here talking about friendships outside of that. casual. Uh, casual maybe not casual some friends are probably casual some friends are probably not there's layers of friendship and we're not professionals professionals. (laughs) a person with whom one knows and one has a bond of mutual affection i like that there's three words that stand out to me there yes bond bond so there's something that you share 
the mm-hmm. mutual affection mutual is interesting yes. so it's like a reciprocal it's back and forth yes and then affection you have to yes. like the person yes do you have to like the person uh well i well i guess now we're getting into it <laughs> now we're getting right we're into getting it right into it maybe we'll just play with that i i do i do i think, think you do i think you have to, like to be the some people. affection mm-hmm. and yeah i think that people may have perceived friends with whom there isn't that mutual affection, but there is, I think there's some people who have security in having lots of friends or saying somebody's a friend. Mm. So maybe there's, Oh, ooh, I don't now know. Now we're getting into this, like friends on Facebook. Friends. Right. Oh God. How many friends do you have? How many? No, those, aren't, those aren't friends. Those are not friends. Those are some sort of avatar of a friend or, or a what? A symbol of some sort of random. Yeah. M- That's, collection of something people you know and have ties to not friends not friends. barely even acquaintances i'd say right so that's another thing is when does acquaintance become friend Mm -hmm. that's fascinating to think about that like shift what do you think that there's something well now we're getting we're getting right off the bat i guess i guess we should just say like if anybody's listening to this podcast macy and i are in the myers briggs are both infps Mm-hmm. So we don't even need to talk about the Enneagram. I mean, so we're both we both approach these things very similarly. Now, on the one hand, we were saying before this that you have lots of friends. Me? Yeah. But on the other hand, maybe I'm saying I like, no, I don't make, know if I do. Yeah. You could make the argument that I, in quotes, have lots of friends. Right. I have I have friends. <laughs> I have friends, everybody. Uh, at the same time, I think I've always been a person and I wouldn't have been able to say this when I was eight, obviously, that is shooting for or aiming for quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I f- 100% I'd rather go agree. really deep with a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't want to just be going out with friends, 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 another friend, more friends. So that, that's going to get wrapped up into sort of my definition. Right. And you know what I think is interesting is as you're saying that, I can think about like I look for certain like ways of existing together that Mm -hmm. qualifies as a friend so like i think and this may be i mean we won't get into the enneagram yet although here i go a little bit wait for it no (laughs) no (laughs) go ahead like i'm looking for someone who is willing to like just keep it real like if Uh, someone's really authentic with me and like lets me be authentic that's like all of a sudden probably a friend but oh all of a sudden (laughs) all of a sudden instant um but I think for other people, maybe just doing things together, you mm. know, like for Shared a activities. seven, like if you if a seven met up with some person and they rode bikes every Saturday, that person would be a friend. For me, I would need to like have these deep conversations right, and like right, that's what I'm looking yeah. for in a friend. As where some people may lo- be looking for people that just do things with you and you share an activity together. It's like those love languages. What's your love language? Oh, yeah. Which maybe. I think we should do an episode on that. Oh, and now we're even saying like maybe you can and definitely you could probably have friends where you have different love languages, Mm -hmm. but maybe the ones where you have similar love languages are going to thrive more. I'm not sure, but but to say, yeah, (laughs) but uh, but it's true. It's like sevens, the sevens in my life. I've just had this thought while they were talking the sevens in my life. Everyone's their friend. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So I think tonight in our definition, we're kind of talking about like what we perceive to be our own personal working definition it's not like it has to be everyone's Mm -mm. this is mine 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sevens in my life will go to a restaurant and be like, here's the waiter. Here's my friend. <laughs> you know, and I'll be like, how long have you known that person? Oh, I met him last week when I was in here. You know, like, now what? he's my friend. You know, what? <laughs> walking down the street. Here's this person. Here's my friend. Hey, you meet my friend here. You know, I'm like, what is this person? I didn't realize this person was the new significant. Uh, no, I just met him last week. Yeah. Just met him yesterday. And he's your friend. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> there's probably some people who the word friend carries more weight than yeah. with other people. So, like, for maybe you to say, this person's a friend, that's requiring a lot for you to, like, even admit that. Like, because saying a friend maybe admits that, like, oh, I need these other people. Or, like, we have mm. this, like, a relationship that requires time or requires attention. Yes. That's where other people may just be saying, oh, it's a friend. Like, we enjoyed something together. Oh, we're friends. And it's a lot more lighthearted and maybe low stakes. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, I think that's not necessarily how I view it, but I can appreciate and respect how somebody else could view it. The way. low stakes. The thinking. low stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to, I want to call certain people acquaintances or soon, you know, uh, you almost have somebody like on deck as a potential friend. Yeah. Oh, that's but interesting. it takes it for me. It's going to take, Many interactions, many encounters. I can only think <laughs> of one friend of mine where it was like pretty instant. And that was like a big deal that it mm. happened so mm. instantly. And we both had like forever talked about like what happened that wow. we became best friends like within like a two hour moment. Wow. And then we were like really close from that moment. But every other friendship. What were taken some of time. the things? Just instant chemistry. Well, it, this was my... This is my Hume friend. Okay. And my friend from high school, Haley. Are we saying names? You can if you want. It's up to you. Yeah. Haley is like, was me and Haley were like two peas in a pod okay. in high school. And we, we met each other and we played on a soccer team together and didn't hang out at all. And then we went to camp together and we always joke. We walked into what's called the opener, which mm. is like this big thing where they like have this huge production at this big giant Christian evangelical camp. And we walked in together and we both like fangirled out about oh the staff there. Oh, jeez! And then since that moment walking out, it was like I felt more comfortable with her than I had with like anyone else. Huh, and we just were like well, that's really best sweet. friends from that moment. It was yeah. really cool, but it was really strange. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I've ever had that with anybody. I can't remember. Yeah. And we she's still one of my best friends and huh. all throughout high school it was like everyone kind of was like what happened that like all of a sudden like you just knew yeah it was like we were instantly always together always doing things together our friend groups then collided because it was just like well Haley and macy mm. besties <laughs> well i mean i can see you have the capacity to bond with someone pretty quick if 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 the situation is correct yeah yeah i i can i guess i can look back and think of early childhood friends and that's what's kind of the beauty of kids is like they make friends so quickly like when yeah. i was six it was just like here's your neighbor okay we're riding bikes you know like <laughs> that sort of thing now i guess i'll just add okay so i'll add something a little deeper to it in in the sense that i have yeah, this so let's, book let's make it deeper uh, let's make it really deep uh i have this book called friendship it's called friendship a study in theological ethics does that sound interesting it does I, I i remember i found this book because i did a series with our high schoolers like five years ago on friendship and i it was odd that i i could not find hardly any books on the concept of friendship so there's not mm. much being said out there that's helping us define these things yeah um but one of the things i like that they 
where this author who is the author doesn't really matter i'm not even gonna try to pronounce it it looks hard to pronounce we'll post about it maybe <laughs> but uh it's saying that um there is a real beauty to friendship in the sense that it is free choice mm, like it's mm-hmm. one of the it's one of the true things in your life uh, and he's kind of comparing it to work and sort of other maybe kind of quote-unquote adult obligations friendship should be the realm in your life where you really truly get to have free choice and that a friendship is for no other purpose than enjoying hmm. a person yeah i yeah. mean you could say it grows you naturally and stuff like that but it should be a real it i guess what i this book is trying to assert and what i think i would like to believe is that w- someone is friends with another person just because they're real is a true back and forth reciprocal enjoyment what i don't know what this said a uh, mutual affinity affection a bond a mutual affection yeah 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 Something like that. Um, so, yeah. That really rings true in thinking about, like, friendship. It's not – I wouldn't want to say it's, like, a selfish thing, but there is something really cool and beautiful about – especially thinking of yourself as a kid. You grow up with your parents mm-hmm. and you have maybe siblings. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, maybe some neighbors and things like that. But then once you get to, like, school, you have, like, all of these options in front of you, and it's kind of up to you. Like, you get to – I mean, kind of have a say in this. I mean, there's obviously some mean kids and bullies and things like that that can affect it. Yeah. But friendship does seem to be this place of autonomy for Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. where you get to say, no, I want to choose to hang out with this person and I I get to associate with them. And like your parents don't have much of a say in that Mm. and they don't they don't tell you like oh yeah this person seems like a good kid for you to hang out with and maybe they do but like an arranged friendship yeah you yeah. don't you don't hear of that it seems to be something that really happens naturally and i think it's it it does give us a space to experience fun like with friends we want to experience fun and we do things together and we we share in something and i think it draws out that i don't know that that need maybe mm-hmm. we all have for letting loose or just leisure being free. Yeah, leisure. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I always feel satisfied and like I've done a good thing if I've just hung out with friends all day, even though maybe nothing got done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, something amazing got done. You know, like that's really important and valuable. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 yes. Now I guess we're saying some things that like, um, I don't, I don't know. I almost feel like this merits a part two, but I guess we're just in the section of spitballing here. But like, <laughs> I, I think one of the reasons, like in terms of like how we kind of view perceivably things a little bit differently is um, the world does seem to be thinking of friendship in a way where, again, like the way we see it is that they've been handed some sort of manual mm-hmm. and this is what a friendship is. Mm-hmm. and uh that's that's what that's what sort of rattles me sometimes um, yeah uh, it's do yeah I it's say in, it's in both and yeah. sometimes yeah because because you i mean you can in a way bring a say to the friend like a your way mm-hmm. of being a friend to the conversation but there is also this layer of these expectations of what a friend is mm-hmm. that's kind of brought into it even if you didn't want them to be yeah they're there they are there which is fascinating yeah and you I choose your friends but then i don't know maybe you maybe you don't as much as i think Ooh. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, there's this idea, like, if you think about this James Taylor song, like, You've Got a Friend, you know that song? Mm -hmm. When you're down in trouble and you need a helping <laughs> hand. Um, it, that's just one. But, like, if, if, if it seems that if somebody's going out to write a good song on friendship, mm -hmm. There's all these bizarre expectations put on it, like these big giant words, like "I will always mm -hmm. be there." You call any time. I'm yep. always reliable. Yep. This will last forever. I will run to you no matter when I hear your voice. I'll drop everything, yeah. all everything big, anytime. You know, it's like it's high stakes. Yeah, what are we talking about? That just puts so much bizarre yeah. pressure on this thing or like, like this idea of like a friend a true friend like fake friends will like walk away when troubles come and a true oh, yeah. friend will stay with you through thick and thin and there's oh, all of these heavy not. expectations maybe and it's I like don't have maybe time. it was a seasonal <laughs> friend like <laughs> maybe they have to take care of themselves uh, and that's good yeah <laughs> yeah wow so maybe I'm kind of backpedaling a little bit and saying friendship isn't just for enjoyment I mean it can be there it, two people could be there for mutual support. It's and, complicated. But you enter into it, it seems, for the sake of mutual enjoyment. And I think that's the, the main choosing. premise. Yeah. I think that's the main premise of friendship. And I think as friendship grows deeper, mm -hmm. we become more entangled because mm -hmm. we're humans. Mm -hmm. And so with that entanglement comes more and more expectations, mm. it seems. Maybe... Uh, yeah, I mean, so we did a series in the youth group last year where we were talking about, like, <laughs> this is kind of a classic youth group thing to talk about. We were doing, like, a sex series. But we were talking about consent, and we were just talking about, we had this, like, scale of relationships. This is helpful. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. And we, ha we had a woman who, who sort of teaches this stuff named Julie Metzger, who's amazing, um, explain this to me, and it just made so much sense. And I'm like, I can't believe... I haven't heard that before, but it was like the scale of friendship or a scale of relationship. And the first is like you have a type of relationship where you just say hi to someone. Mm -hmm. You're at that level. Then you have the type of relationship where you high five someone. Then you have the type of relationship where you hug them and you hang out with them and spend time with them and get to know them. And then probably a relationship, especially in the romantic realm, where it's getting more physical. And then a, then a really familiar type of relationship with a, like a family member. But mm -hmm. there's a scale. Mm -hmm. And I just love that she said, basically, at any part of the journey, you have the right to move someone back down the scale. I think that was so good to hear. Yeah, you have the right, 100%. If you're in a really intense friendship mm -hmm. and you don't want to be in such an intense place, yeah. you have a say in saying, actually, no, I don't want to be quite you're not as a bad person invested. anymore. It's, it does not make you're you not, a bad person. You're not a bad person, yeah. Not yeah. at all. Oh, I remember that and being like very liberated by yeah. that way of thinking of like, no, I have a say in where what level this friendship is. Yeah. And and there are, I do believe, levels of friendship. But you said you'd always be there for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, these are the things. I'm taking that back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, don't I get a, I get, I, I get to take that back. Yeah. I think you I do. Didn't, I didn't anticipate these circumstances when I said that and probably shouldn't have said that in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> and I think. I, I don't know if we're talking about this, but I do think well, we're spitballing mm -hmm. that there there are friendships that are genuinely meant for seasons. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, true. I think we sometimes consider this idea of a friendship as being like friends for life. And mm. when you are true friends, you're friends for life. But I think there's something really good and true about a friendship that maybe was for a summer, mm. was for three months, mm. was 
for a year was for your college years. Yeah. And if, you know, things you move apart, time moves you apart, that doesn't mean that something inherently went wrong. Right. It just means, okay. Like that's not, that's we're not just that season anymore. Exactly. And we all have, mm. we ebb and flow. Yes. And, and we're not really that good in our society of, mourning things hmm. or saying moving goodbye on, saying goodbye uh, i told i think i told you about that pastor years ago who left our church and and said that he said we're not good at saying goodbye hmm. uh, but i'm moving on to another church that's going to require my attention and i can't be coming back and forth and keeping in touch he said i won't be keeping in touch uh and he said this is goodbye and it was very emotional he's crying hmm. and we're all crying it's like but you know it's helpful for everybody mm-hmm. goodbye you know, that's, it's okay. It's o- yeah, Someday it's okay. we'll die. That'll be an ultimate goodbye. <laughs> you know, there's, there, things end. Things end. And maybe it, it might I don't know be how we're talking about this all of a sudden. Like, well, we're spitballing friendship. And it's true. <laughs> things end. There's seasons. You can move people on the scale. You have the right. And you're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for people to know that. I think so too. Yeah. I wholeheartedly think so. Man, there, this, this topic is too big. I can already tell it's, it's getting out of. It's growing. I'm not even. I'm. It's a you topic know, that I want to wrangle down. But it's kind of fun that it's getting. Yeah, out I'm there, already right? thinking about because I want to <laughs> talk about what I like about friendship, what's challenging about friendship, what's fun. You know, it's it's. There's so much. Do you want to touch on any of those? <laughs> I don't know where our time's at. Well, we're sort of at. I was just. I was just bringing up this idea of the manual. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's just seems to be something out there where people say this is what a friend does. Um, this is just an example because it just popped into my head, but I remember, and this is not uh, this. I don't justify this. I don't, I don't, this is just a silly story, but I do remember my friend, uh, Westcott in high school. Um, he, he was notorious for having like a much larger head than me. And when he would borrow my t-shirts, he would stretch out the neck. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) This was like a, this is so funny that I'm telling this story. This was not planned. Uh, I want him to listen to this. If he's, but we've retold this so many times. But I remember it was like this, um, the night before we graduated. So everybody was out different pockets of the town, like having fun and doing things. Mm-hmm. Nobody has cell phones back then. So it was really interesting if you ran into someone mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. stage, you know, in life. And so it's like we were at, we were in this random lake in a hot tub, it, by this little lagoon, and uh, all of a sudden the girls showed up. And we're like, the girls. And we get out, and we're like all kind of talking with them. And they're like, we're going to go here now. We're just kind of tack typical high school thing this is one of the funniest things that ever happened in my life my friend Westcott gets all dressed up and there's like this lagoon that like it's it's like coming in from the lake you know and in the middle of this lagoon is like a a fountain Hmm. and and it's splattering out onto the lake you know (laughs) this is so crazy i think this is this was like a man-made thing so it wasn't like a gradual you go in and it's like you know you can go in in steps and now you're up to your waist then you're up to your chest Mm -hmm. Now, he said he saw it and and because it was dark out, thought that this fountain was splattering on the concrete hmm. and he had gotten some tar on his hands or something. So he just thinks I'm going to walk out to this fountain and get my hands. <laughs> oh clean. No, oh no. So he's all dressed and he takes one step and just instantly <laughs> sinks into these under these lily pads and he's flailing. He's like, help, help. And we're all, of course, laughing and then trying to get him out and. Yeah, so he gets out and he's shivering and everybody's looking at him. There's probably 20 people around. Oh, no. This is a very Seinfeldian <laughs> moment. So Westcott says, um, I have an extra shirt. I, I do, Scott. Mm-hmm. He says, can I have your extra shirt? I go, no. 
<laughs> and everybody's like, oh, bad friend. And I say, he's just stretch he's it out. Stretched out. It, it, you don't understand. It's one of my favorite shirts. He knows. I'm like, what's well, God? He's like, come on. You know, this. I'm, I'm shivering. And I'm like, he'll stretch it out. Everybody know. And, and I, I remember all these girls kept like, were really angry at me that night. Like, you are a bad friend. Like, I cannot believe you did not kind share of, your shirt. Well, I don't know if it is a bad <laughs> friend move. It's an interesting move. <laughs> Th- that's not as serious as I'd like to be. It's more, way more silly. But uh, there, yeah, there is this thing of a friend gives a shirt. A friend, yeah. You would just do something yeah, for your friend. You're a bad friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that just brings up so many things. Because then my, my re- this is why I say I'm a B minus friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> my response is... <laughs> Him asking me for my shirt, knowing he's going to stretch out the collar, that's a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> but he's shivering. Oh, I want him to hear this story. It's a, it was so good. It's so like legendary. In our, oh, um, my goodness. But, yeah, I mean, I think those similar types of expectations are – there is an expectation, for example, going into more serious direction, of availability. I think that's one of the things. Availability. Friends are oh, available. that's true. I don't know. That's a sticky one. That is a really sticky one, especially as you get older. Yeah. I mean, I'm only 24 and I already am feeling the stress yeah. of I'm not I don't have time I for know. significant deep relation like as many mm. significant deep relationships. And it's it puts a person in a bind because it's well, I really value all the people in my life, but I also I value you enough to not want to have just like uh I don't know, a casual friendship. Like, that feels crazy to me to try and maintain so many... Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. But no, it, trying yeah. to maintain so many friendships at such a deep level. And I think because with friendship, there often comes this expectation of seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Or we have to see mm-hmm. each other once a week. We have to That's see each other all the time. Is. We have to hang out. Yeah. And Did I maybe say that? I time can't. spent. Availability. Yeah, same, time spent. Same avail- like, maybe I can't hang out, but yeah. I still really value as a friend and yeah. see you as a friend and care for you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't care for you if I can't always be there with you. Yeah, it seems like it's almost sort of like this daily, weekly, monthly maintenance thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this relationship requires work, and part of what makes it work is... This, uh, w- well, I guess, one pet peeve I have about friendships slash relationships is like checking in or um, being caught up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't even know what's going on in my life lately. W- oh, okay. Well, what changed? Well, I'm working in a new job. I'm like, ah, well, essentially, I'm assuming you're still pretty much the same person. You know, I, I, I don't have to know all the little details right. along the way, and I don't need you to know all the little details. Yeah. You know, uh, if something big happens, I like to share it. I like to. I like typically to spout off about things that I'm thinking lately. That's what I want people to know. (laughs) Not really. I don't really have any desire to let people know like, Hey, you know, did you even know that last week I went and saw Captain Marvel? That's, I, you know, you don't even know that about me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't need to tell everybody. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a growing, maybe a growing problem Hmm. in, our day and age <laughs> in 24. thinking of like technology yeah because we yeah. do have a way of communicating with people who are far away mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful wonderful thing and there's so many benefits to that but with that comes this expanded network mm-hmm. i no longer am trying to maintain the friendships just near me oh. i'm also trying to maintain the friendships that are people moving away and it's it's hard you to didn't like my post yeah <laughs> 
Didn't you see that? Did you I see what I'm doing? I, I was yeah. in Scotland. You didn't you, see, you didn't like that. <laughs> Did the people <laughs> said you didn't like my post to you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they've noticed how I've not been liking for a while or I liked this. I've gotten in trouble for liking somebody else's post. <laughs> oh, guys, come on. That's never happened to me. Un it's funny that it's happened. Don't don't be policing my likes. Don't be policing people yeah. and their friendships. Yes. Ugh. Oh, let's just stop policing each other, everybody. Ooh. Let y'all be y'all. Yeah, well, I guess what I mean, maybe maybe as we wrap up this segment, we should try to say this section, I guess, the, uh, try to say a little bit about what for our, our our taste makes a good friendship. Ooh, what makes a good friendship? I mean, we'll probably circle back around to that at the very end, but just for now, so we have some sense of what we're talking about because mm -hmm. we've spouted off. Who? What are we looking for? What are we looking for? <laughs> I guess one. I'll say this. Okay. Um. Beyond sort of the structure of a friendship, because we could talk about that, like what what creates a good structure? I think that's different for everybody. So everybody, that's another element of a friendship. I think every friendship is unique. There has to be unique rules and guidelines and commitments for every friendship. There is no one size fits all. It's, you know, you have to figure it out as you go. Mm -hmm. um, but for my taste, beyond just the structure, meaning I, I guess to have a friendship, there does have to be something to reference in terms of time spent or when, when do you see each other? How do you see each other? When, what do you do together mm -hmm. beyond that? Like sort of container, hmm. if you will, of a friendship. Um, I personally like, um, well, how would I say this? Uh, I personally like a place in friendship that, that offers extreme acceptance, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I see you for who you are. This Gosh, isn't a place. My thoughts. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Where there has to be a lot of posturing and pretending like we have to do that in so many other places mm -hmm. in our life. Like mm -hmm. a friendship should be the place where I'm known and I'm also allowed to change and evolve mm -hmm. and the friendship can handle that mm -hmm. and be curious about it. Mm -hmm. Well, so that's my little thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I really agree with that and was thinking and I, it sounds so cliche and like of me to say this but it's like I especially with my friends am looking for someone who will like I'm not going to pretend to be anyone else mm -hmm. around them mm -hmm. like they're happy to have me in whatever emotional state I'm in dealing with whatever's going on like if you can't hang with that and that's like bothersome to you then that's like going to be hard for me as a friend <laughs> but yeah, I would like totally my ex my expectation and what I hope in a friend is that they also are like feel comfortable being yes. themselves like yes. I would I hope, hope that. I would hope that I can provide like I can be a person where they can feel comfortable being that around me mm -hmm. um and I think also in a friendship I'm looking for someone who like genuinely is interesting and different than myself mm, also like mm. i'm looking for someone like people enhance our lives mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. by their very nature i think are beautiful and offer something beautiful so i think most people could be my friend as long as they're down to be themselves yeah and they're not like total memes. oh right i think you're saying something interesting in in terms of like um I, I, I doesn't take much for me to be interested in somebody as a potential friend. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I don't know. This is the trippy thing. And just about like for our taste, mm -hmm. 
uh, there's probably some people out there that want a consistent person that's not going to change and they're going to be there you're not going to let me down there all the time available when i'm there when you know when i need you but yeah, like for I me don't know if i need that i don't need a lot of like in quotes consistency in any realm i don't need like consistent check-ins consistent time spent and i don't even need a consistent personality in the sense like uh, to a certain extent, I probably make the claim that a consistent personality is probably a false personality, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> be my guess. So, so that if there is some, I mean, honestly, you probably and I would probably really agree on this. It's like some authenticity. Oh yeah. If you're self-reflective and digging and looking and changing and growing and evolving, I'm probably going to be. This is, this I'm sounds like we're like friendship. putting people up for like a, like a. Oh, if you make it past my things, no, I, I, I I'm trying to. This is just what I like. In well, a we asked. We, we the question was, what are you looking yeah, for in a friend? So that's like my that's thing. this is by nature what yeah. we're talking about. And I think we naturally do this. We're all naturally, whether or not we think it or not, are looking at people and deciding in or out. Probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would like to think that I have a a wide range of different interesting people that are my friends, but I think there is like a I don't know. There's probably some sense that I want someone that's interesting and different than me, but I th- I bet subconsciously there also has to be like a certain sense of familiarity with that yeah. person. Yeah. There you kind of are looking for that weird balance. Yeah. And then I also just think chemistry. Chemistry. You like can't, that you plays can't a role. That. You can't define that, but that it's like happens. You and Haley. Yeah. Me yeah. and Haley just what happened. happened. Um, bam. Bam. Yeah. Besties. Well, my uh, wife and I dated for three months before we got engaged. What's that? What is that? That's wild. <laughs> There's a lot that's behind that, I feel like. Yeah. There's some chemistry. Unidenti- un- undefinable chemistry, you know. Now, I th- w- this is a major side note, but this is, I guess, maybe announced to the podcast world. It brought up a thought of like a, a future episode we could do that I don't think I've written in our notes. But wouldn't it be interesting to do uh, an episode on the concept of home? What is it? What's home? You know I want to do an episode <laughs> on the concept of home. Because it oh, does. Oh, like I have a friendship with my home. I'd like to point that out. But it also does <laughs> seem like a friendship can be a home of sorts, like hmm. um, home base, familiar, safe. Hmm. You know, I would agree. Home, you know. Oh, I have uh, so many thoughts right now. Whoa, it's too many. Too many. Uh, I think we should probably we should shut that down for now. Yeah, go to the Close next the book. segment. Close the <laughs> the book is like flailing open and things are flying out. It's like shut the book, shut it, shut it. Pull <laughs> back. Uh, okay, so that that's our spouting off, everybody. Obviously, you can tell. Not only do we have more thoughts, but I'm sure it's generated a lot of thoughts in you. I guess that's the hope. That's the hope. That's why we'll have this nice music interlude for you to ponder your thoughts. I love the idea of somebody having just listened to this and walking around and now being a little mildly, everybody, mildly mildly disoriented and being like, yeah, what is friendship? What the heck am I doing with these friends? And then you go up to a friend and be like, what is is this friendship? And maybe I want to move someone down the scale. Maybe I want to move someone up the scale. Move someone up the scale. Yeah. Maybe you need to talk to someone and have a conversation of if you're at the same point in the scale. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe all of a sudden you're valuing your friendships more. Maybe you're appreciating your friendships. Ooh, so many things. I appreciate all my friends out there. Yep. Yep. All right, y'all. Even though I'm not a good friend, I I appreciate it. Yeah, even though we're (laughs) B-minus friends. (laughs) Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about our our friend journey, Mm -hmm. our our little baby childhood friend journey. Little Scott. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to say, but yeah. Okay, when we come back. Catch you later.
everybody, we're back, <laughs> and actually back in a very interesting way. This this new <laughs> this new coming back is uh, we actually took a two or three day break. We did this. This is the first time we've ever done this, where we split the recording into two nights. So we did Tuesday night, and now it's Saturday night. We we've split it in the sense that sometimes we come back and do a recording or an intro. Oh, an intro. But yes. But this is different in the sense that we're keeping the episode going. Yep. This next segment will yeah. be here. It's our beginning <laughs> of our friendship journeys, but it's been a few days since yep. we said catch you later. <laughs> we teleported <laughs> um, into a new time. So this is going to be our friendship journeys. We do like to talk about journeys on this podcast. Yeah. Who should go first? I think you should go first. Okay. Um, yeah, I really. I'm going to hopefully be inspired by what you say. And then I'm going to model my comments off of your comments. <laughs> okay. So I think in this, we're trying Friendship to journey. explain like our early days of childhood. And, and, what and trying to get you, the listener, in, tur- in touch with your early journey. My early journey of Something friendship. Something to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, from a young age, have... I grew up with siblings. Lots of siblings. And I grew up in suburbs. Ooh, like suburbs. California suburbs. Very epitome of suburbs. Every house looked the same. We had, we all went to the same school. Like there's mm. trails between homes. Mm. So I grew up in kind of a situation where I was surrounded by kids and I was put in all kinds of sports and things. Mm. So I, from a young age, always knew and had a lot of friends. But my best friend growing up was my next door neighbor mm. who was three years older than me. Mm. And she, mm. like, loved me as a baby when she was three years old so it was just like destiny that we would continue to be and we played all the time together and interesting yeah. three years older three years older Tanya. what would you play oh anything but yeah. like we will we love to play nintendo she, they, she had a nintendo 64 so Ooh. we played all the marios mario parties and her older brothers were my brother's friends and they before xbox you could like play online. They had like cords going between our houses so they could oh, play in their yes, rooms. Yes, yes. But like separately. So that was my best friend growing up. And then my other childhood best friend lived 13 houses down the street from me. Mm. And we played some rich games of pretend like mm. food network shows. Mm. We pretended to be iron chefs. Um, so for me, my early childhood friendships were literally my neighbors Mm -hmm. which i think Mm -hmm. is a very classic suburban tale um and i was like all my time was spent outside with these people playing outside and then once i went to school things like kind of you know you get your school friends and i was a big tomboy surprise surprise school friends see you're bringing things up yeah we got the neighborhood then we got the school friends yeah. So big tomboy. Big what does tomboy. That look like? So like starting from preschool to third up until third grade, like almost all my best friends at school were boys. Mm. And I played like I can't believe I played these like war games. Finding which is out so some information tonight about Macy to in real time, everybody. <laughs> I don't know this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it necessarily surprise me, but kind of also does in some ways (laughs) yeah i had this one best friend in early elementary from like kindergarten to third grade who the more i look back the more i'm fascinated by the power dynamic Mm. but he was like this big tough guy and Mm. i was kind of like his sidekick Mm. and i would do kind of whatever he was doing which is really interesting for me to reflect back on 
And yeah, at this time I had a few friends that were girls, but they weren't my significant friendships. I like I rolled with the boys. Wow. And then in third grade, me and that one friend doing it. Kind of. I have I feel like I have pretty mixed now Um, because then Mm. in third grade I had like kind of a moment with that kid who was my best friend and I like we split as friends. Hmm. I think I might have realized it was relatively toxic, our friendship, and the power dynamic was this off. Is the big guy that you'd go yeah. around with? Okay. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think You really sat down and thought that uh, this this relationship is too toxic. I, uh, I just think there was a lot of instances where... Like, okay, I don't know. Oh. I'll keep this, okay. but... Let's just try it. He got into a fight with another kid. Okay. And I was, of course, there in, like, the first to witness it because mm-hmm. I was always with this kid. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. Um, and I like was called into the office and they asked me like who started it. And I said, my, my friend, Ooh, you, you because, sold him out. because he did. And yeah. I third grade Macy couldn't even comprehend not saying the truth. I was yeah. like, they asked me, yep. this is the you truth. Asked, I told. And so that was like a big moment where I, like disowned him and wasn't necessarily loyal Mm, mm. and so he kind of like gave me the cold shoulder and it was like it was devastating to young Macy I remember like crying and being so sad what grade third grade it was so significant and I remember just like there was this other girl who joined the like friend group and like Mm. kind of replaced me Mm. and then eventually like one day I like went up to him and was like sobbing and being like I'm so sorry and being apologetic and he let me back in but things were never the same wow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what a tale I know and then fourth grade everything changed everything (laughs) changed with Macy in fourth grade (laughs) because I like grew anxiety over that summer Mm. um so fourth grade was like a whole different like dynamic of Macy and <clears throat> I got all these gal pals. Gal eventually. pals. Yeah. Okay. All my like, then I had all these significant friendships, and I think anxiety ugh, equals anxiety. gal pals. Is that I what don't happens? know if it was related. I think hmm. there was some kind of. I mean, third grade to fourth grade is like in terms of the way our gender is structured. Like, there's often this developmental shift where you Whoa. see this happen sometimes. Whoa. But I think for me also. Most of my friends were on my sports teams. Hmm. So I started with this soccer team that then became like... Friends. Sports. Friends and sports. Um, This soccer team became... I think it was, yeah, starting in fourth grade until I graduated high school. There was like 11 of us who all played. Hmm. And so like five of them are still like some of my closest friends. So that was really the big shift in my friendships. And then from then on, I had mostly girls as friends Hmm. for almost all of high school. Um, Like a few guy friends, but not like significant. And then college Macy was a whole different ball game, but I don't know if we want to go on that friendship journey. What what types of things uh, were like the hallmarks of a Macy friendship? Like how did you spend your time? What felt the most natural? Hmm. Maybe hmm. not like something that you worked hard to accomplish, but like if you were ha- if you were in like a sweet spot of time with a friend, what would that look like? A sweet spot with a, sweet a time spot. with a, a friend. A dear memory, a memory that feels very warm. I in think, your heart. <laughs> and especially when I think of this time 
like this period of maybe like middle school through most mm-hmm. of high school was like my friends and I would and this is like very common at this age but like we really were so goofy and lighthearted together mm-hmm. and we we made lots of weird like music videos starting at a young age and that was always a really bonding thing between me and most of my friends um so I think that was important. Oh, I also know what was really important and significant to almost all my friendship was carpooling. Oh. I carpooled with all of my friends to middle, like to school, all through high school, all through our sports. And like the singing in the car was big. Oh, that and that has kind of carried over into adulthood. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember we would have like these CDs, and like I remember being like singing like all of the soundtrack of rent and my friends letting me like play all the parts and being so like sweet with me driving home and being so like Maisie's just so weird but we're so kind I like those are such like important memories too right probably and like we would taco Tuesdays my mom would always go to Taco Bell with us those are significant things that I think built my friendships Mm. um yeah and all those people when we all got our licenses we still carpooled because we would get cinnamon rolls before school together it was like very important and Hmm. probably the biggest like through line in my friendships wow i didn't know that you just found out just found out i Um, guess i'm just wondering i think this journey (laughs) Journey. this journey thing is interesting because it it says to me i'm curious about like what what feels good and right and wholesome for all of us listeners and Macy and me and mm-hmm. in terms of like what is a good friendship look like now yeah and maybe we have engaged in friendships in ways that don't necessarily naturally feel what we would want a friendship to be yet we find ourselves stuck in those friendships hmm. but we're also sort of playfully wondering like uh, what are the origins of what we des- decide is friendship and how does it get played out how does it get lived out carpools yeah. Shared memories, I activities. Think, I think one thing, and I th- the more we do this friend episode, the more I'm seeing, like, I have always, I think, stood out a little bit from my friend groups, mm-hmm. been, like, a little bit weird, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. <laughs> is, I've, the people, <laughs> I think the people that matter to me are people who don't care, and they still let me be a part of that group. Yeah. And so I think that's something that's always been like a an important quality in a friend that they mm-hmm. like see me and are cool with me mm-hmm. um now now one question <sighs> comes up is y- you also do want to be somewhat acknowledged for being weird right you don't want to just be able to be like oh yeah that's just normal you're like well but notice that i'm different too right like this is yeah it's it's complicated isn't <laughs> it <laughs> this is really calling me out on my foreness but (laughs) i didn't intend to it is complicated because on the one hand you want somebody to uh sort of embrace and indulge in you doing all the parts in the car to rent at the same time you wouldn't want any of them pretending friends who are listening this are gonna lol knowing exactly (laughs) what we're talking about At at the same time you wouldn't want them all acting like this is just some everyday occurrence that every other person does oh yeah all of our friends sing rent like this just like you macy (laughs) yeah i probably would be like well then i would just stop doing it probably (laughs) i'd be like oh that's not cool anymore (laughs) 
I'm trying to start a new trend of singing oh. all the parts to rent in vans, everybody. So help me out here. I don't know. I don't know. It's really interesting. I was never really girly and I had really girly friends in high school. Mm. And that was always fascinating. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel I could get emotional. I feel like really lucky with the friends that I've had. Um and I think this we don't is have a space for emotions on this podcast. So <laughs> I know. Don't get emotional. <laughs> I think sports was a big role in that as well, in mm. terms of building. Like, I there is a group of friends that like I considered family, mm. and I still would. Mm. Um, and what gets you emotional is it just nostalgia? I think it's nostalgia, and I think, yeah, like I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm just thinking of specific friends who have really seen me through a lot mm. and have been there with me. Uh, um, maybe a little thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Really like grateful that I, I don't know. Life is really challenging. It's not like life is challenging folks. <laughs> this is truth. In traversing middle school, high school and college. Like I have two friends, one friend from starting in fourth grade. Um, that I've known who went to middle school, high school and college with me. Hmm. And she's just seen me through all of my different stages and I've seen her and she's gone through stages, but it's nowhere near the like crazy ups and downs that I've probably been in. And we still, she still sees me and still like loves me and has been there with me and we can hang out and do whatever. And there's no like need to be anything else for her. There's no expectation to be someone. So I don't know. I get grateful for that because there's something really, I think, beautiful. And that's like a quality. I've said it on this podcast a lot. Like people who really can like allow me to just be myself and aren't like bothered by that is like a very important, special thing to me. And I value that when people Hmm. can see me and yeah, hang with that. Oh, I don't know. This is an interesting Sentimental. journey. I, yeah. Well, we've, we've both been really taken for a loop thinking about friendship Ugh. while we've done this. For both yeah. of us, it's been a little bit emotional. I think. And a little bit of a mind bending. It's probably, it's hard to, it's hard to convey it in this podcast, I think. It's hard to convey it while we're holding the microphones because it's so much. Because it involves all of our friendships. Mm-hmm. And all of our emotions about each individual friendship and mm-hmm. our journey with those things. It's big. It is really big. I, as we've been reflecting about this, I'm like, is this like, this is maybe the least small thing we've ever covered. <laughs> the least small thing. My <laughs> friendships. <laughs> I we should do a rating <laughs> system. What's the least small thing? <laughs> what a way of describing it. I would, I can't imagine going through life without my friends. Mm, that's really I can't sweet. imagine. Hmm. So, yeah, I get emotional because the more we talk about it, the more I'm just like, I take for granted probably so many of my friendships. Mm. I'm getting so emotional. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we should talk about your journey. <laughs> Let's just keep listening <laughs> and see how emotional you get. <laughs> Let's let's ride the, the uh, ride wave. the wave. That's sweet. Is it? <laughs> it's not like panic emotion. It seems like you're no. thankful emotion. Thankful emotion. Yeah, I've been texting emotion. all the people. Yeah, that's sweet. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Macy's friends. <laughs> she appreciates you. <laughs> She's grateful. 
maybe take a moment to send a nice message to one of someone who's been with you on the journey. Do it. Why not? Why not? Be good for both of you. <laughs> okay. Is uh, that my journey? Is it? I think. I think. The well, full we said journey. five minutes, and I think it's been like fifteen. Fifteen, mm. exactly. Sixteen. Oh shoot. That's fine. That was, <laughs> I mean, how can we? How how can you sum up a journey? I don't know. I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> I don't have to do what I'm gonna say. Um, I don't know. I I think about my journey, and I think about like my friends. I had a similar situation to you. I, I had, you know. It's very sweet and innocent when you're a, a youngster, mm-hmm. you know, and we moved to a new block in mm-hmm. Kent, Washington, and uh, I was introduced to my neighbor, Eric, and it was just like, yep, now we're going to go ride bikes. We're going to be friends. That's mm-hmm. e- that easy. Mm-hmm. And we had that sort of idyllic sort of uh, relationship that you had, it seems like, with your neighbor where it was like I could open my window and see his window and we could talk to each other and climb over the fence and just like yeah really just fun. like run around together yeah. yeah and um he i would have said my best friend and uh i just think back on thinking about like friendship i can look back very very early and and still see that there was sort of an obsession with me of the friend hmm. i wanted my my friend i wanted to hang out with my friend and there was always something about a group getting in the way of my time with my friend. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Like I, I, I would have Eric over for a sleepover. I'd have Titus over for a sleepover. I have Ross over for a sleepover. I did not like the gang. big group sleepovers. I did not like the gang. I hated the gang. Hmm. But at the same time, I would have had no way of saying that. But, you know, I, I would have been like, oh, people do sleepovers. I happen to not be enjoying this. I can look back now and think I wasn't enjoying that. You have no reference point. You're like, I can't stand in front of a group of guys and be like, actually, I don't I don't like groups of sl- people uh, sleepovers. It's kind of like you're getting invited to your first sleepover and now you're yeah. realizing and then you don't reflect on it. You go home and you eat candy and you live. I you know? could not do a sleepover until sixth grade. Oh, I was wow. So scared. Yeah. And sleepovers for me in my context were kind of like just ridiculous. It's like boys staying up all night eating candy and wrestling and then fighting and just like nonsense and i mean the biggest dramas would play out at these things like there'd mm. be like i don't know wrestling would take a big part of it, or like we'd have like a it's like wrestling there's a lot of wrestling that is interesting <laughs> yeah but all that to say like eric i was always happy when it was like me and eric yeah whatever it was the like one-on-one time yeah and he, we'd play basketball in his backyard or we'd play video games or whatever it is uh, and then and then eventually it turned into my friend Ross, you know, hmm. and, and Ross was similar. It's like my favorite times. And this was like junior high uh, was sleepovers at Ross. It was kind of like, especially in the summer, it was like either I'm coming to his house or he co- he's coming to my house mm-hmm. on a weekend sleeping over. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the summer, it's just all summer. Cause oh, no that's school. true. And um, his house, especially he, uh, he just lived with his mom mm-hmm. and you know, you had to always had to negotiate things with my brothers when you were at my house and with Ross, he just had this basement and and we like saved up our money and bought a pool table. We saved up our money and bought wow. a ping pong table and it was like at Ross's house, but we would, but it was together. You would buy yeah, it. Just Ross and me would play ping pong and we'd, we would do pool. We'd make weird bets, but there was no sh- phones. There was no social media. There was no, yeah. this was not for anybody but us. You yeah. know, we'd stay up late watching movies. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet and wholesome. <laughs> and, uh, now yeah. you're at school, so like, do you have a people you roll with at school? 
Yeah, I ha- yeah, yeah. I had I had people I rolled with at school. I, I you know I went to I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's that brings up a whole new topic. Um, well, I'm just curious at this time. Which time are we talking about now? Well, the time of Ross sleepovers. Oh, junior high. That was like, I didn't have middle school. I had junior high, so that's seventh to ninth grade. Okay. Yeah, I had I had a, a small squad. And, you know, we grew up Christian, so it's like kind of the youth group squad. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but even thinking back on that, I think it. Per- I think people would have perceived me mm-hmm. as this person that had like a lot of friends. Everybody's always mm-hmm. like, "You had so many friends," and and like I didn't perceive it that way. I perceived it as basically Ross and Westcott. Those are my two friends. Hmm. And there's these other people. I can't even name them anymore. It's like that, that I probably just see like and talk did to. did things with, ate lunch with. But I'm not f- lo- seeking them out or like Titus yeah. was another one. I mean, these these names. Um, Titus was a good one, too. Like I'd, I'd go have a sleepover at Titus's house. We'd box on his back trampoline in the backyard all night, and then we'd fall asleep on the trampoline. So fun. Oh. You know, but um, – we also bonded because he was one of my other friends that actually wet the bed. So, like, I didn't feel embarrassed when oh, that's sweet. went over to his house or nervous. Um, but, yeah, yeah, there was, I think, just talking about friendship for me in the early days, I think back and think I was always trying to get my friend away and just have some friend time. Hmm. Um, and girls that I was interested to, I tried to do the same thing. And yeah. I think that was a a thing that friendships, friends that I had were ambivalent about so i mean hmm. some some people would be willing to indulge that but i do know many of my other friends would be like oh the group's doing this let's and i'm like oh i'm not doing that and i'd not go and then the friend would be kind of upset and yeah I, can't, I don't think i can relate to that yeah i think i love i think you're sexual blind probably i like the big <laughs> That's group the one-on-one. together yeah, yeah. I, I i despise the big group together i, I don't like it and i disagree with it <laughs> i think i we're kind of talking Enneagram a little bit, you guys. Like, we're talking self-preservation, social, sexual. Sexual means one-on-one, one-on-one if you haven't. And I'm a sexual five on the Enneagram, and that's been a revelation for me just thinking back. of Like, why was I always just wanting to get a friend or a girlfriend or somebody off by themselves? Yeah. For whatever. Basketball. Tra- to- uh, t- tra- Titus and I had this sort of renaissance time where we were trying to be like become better basketball players. Hmm. So we would like pack supplies for a day's worth of practice. Wow. And we'd go to a basketball court and we'd have like drinks, backpacks full of like dry top ramen and salami. And we'd be like practicing certain drills together. <laughs> and then we'd amazing. like take a break and eat our raw top ramen noodles, you know, <laughs> and a V eight, you know? And, and it's like, I loved that. I loved just Titus and me, it was it was like a committed day. Hmm. And then my friend Westcott, we would do like we would make up a ultimate frisbee, not ultimate frisbee, like frisbee golf courses. Hmm. And we had one called the Guardians. It's yeah. a long story, but like it was just Westcott and me. I just always wanted my friend. Ooh, that's not, fascinating. Do not care about the group. I can think back and I think I wanted both. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have some special time with people, but I also really wanted us all to get together. And I love friends becoming friends, oh. which some people hate. But I've always loved if my friend that I love doing all these things with could become friends with this other friend who I love doing all these things with, then we could all do all these things together. And it's mm-hmm. less awkward. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, and I would say I have that same interest, which is a different twist in the sense that 
be friends without me around. Hmm. Like I, I love the idea of two friends that I like hanging out and getting to know each other. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that now all of us are going to be hanging out. Hmm. It's really interesting. That is really interesting. I do not like the group. I Okay, this is a side note. I think <laughs> I also bonded a lot with people when it's like we're in a group setting, but then we can then chat the two of us mm-hmm. or like the three of us. Like making a smaller group within a bigger group is a way of bonding. I don't okay. know how I can see that. good that is, but it's I that's always been a significant well, thing. Well, I think the reason we're talking about our journey is I – when we're thinking about friendship, it's like we're wanting, we're not wanting a one size fits all model of friendship. No. And we're trying to figure out for us personally, as we record this week, well, what is it that works for us? Yeah. And then also, and I, I guess I should mention, I just came back from a time with a group of guy friends that I've had since freshman year of college. So this was our 18th annual retreat together. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and and we're we're talking about this in fresh ways as a group and saying sort of this concept of meeting each other halfway. Mm-hmm. Like I as a f- introverted INFP, maybe I say I'm an Enneagram five. If that doesn't mean anything to you, INFP, Myers-Briggs. Um, if that doesn't mean anything to you, just to Scott. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Scott <laughs> uh, who for whatever reason, I don't know why I I the guys were really confused by this. <laughs> I'm like, I have my friends filed away in very warm, t- sweet compartments. <laughs> in my mind, but I don't need a lot of check-in and yeah. time spent to, to make sure that that stays warm. Yeah. And it just yeah. is. And I, and I actually thought I came up with a fairly decent metaphor. Okay. I won't. On the spot. Let's go. Okay. So last year I went to Italy for, uh, in the summer. I went to Italy. And had a fantastic time. You know, I'd love to go back someday. I feel like now we we spent like a week or two in Tuscany. I have a relationship with Tuscany. Mm -hmm. I know what it looks like. It's in my heart. I have had some interactions with it. Now, when I go back to Tuscany, Mm -hmm. I will pick up where I left off. I'm like, Tuscany is so great. Here's Tuscany again. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily need constant updates on Tuscany now to have a relationship with it. Yeah. So it's a little bit like that with my friends. Like I had this great experience. I can go out, I can go out for a three hour evening with a friend of mine and Mm -hmm. be like, we just had the best time. So much vulnerability, discussions, depth, fun, just a great night. And, And then I'm done and I'm like, when we see each other again, Yeah. I'm sure it will be great. Maybe a year, maybe two, nothing, I don't know why, but I don't need a lot of people would be like, let's have a weekly coffee date. I'm like, what? Oh, oh that sounds, <laughs> so that sounds so terrible. <laughs> like, what is that? That now it sounds like a job. Like, isn't friendship in my mind? Again, I'm talking my mind. Isn't it supposed to be separate from all those like daily obligations and like the sterility? Is that a word? I think it is. I like, think so. Of, um, sterility. Yeah. Of, of just obligation and i think it should be fun and playful but i can relate to that i feel similarly i think especially friends that don't live in the same city as me or even friends who work jobs or just like i don't have a car so i don't travel very far from my home like does not mean anything like Mm. the next time we hang out it'll be just as good like there doesn't need to be and isn't that great and isn't that great and we can move on and live separate lives and then come back together and share and enjoy 
Yeah. Sounds good to me. Did, 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 did listeners, do you realize that people think of friendship this way? Maybe I didn't, didn't realize. I don't think I. I'm trying to think. I don't have any friends unless they're not telling me who feel that strongly that way that have deep strings attached, mm-hmm. which I'm grateful for. I think. I do feel like there are friends, friends in quotes. Who knows? Who knows who what this knows? means? Who have really dramatically dropped off? Who I haven't talked to in probably like ten years? Mm-hmm. Who probably should not be considered official friends anymore? So like, I think my mindset does have a limit. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I think typically I'm gonna check in with somebody that I consider a good friend every three or four months. You know, if it, if I consider you a top friend. Mm. You'll you'll probably hear from me now. If you don't, that's just me being lazy or whatever. But like, I mean, mm. I I I'm trying do to keep think in about touch. Myself. I'm just I think not the I'm type about of probably about every two months. Two months, yeah. Maybe a little less for me, mm-hmm. but I am younger, so I have less significant friendships not, to maintain. Not less significant. Don't say that. Don't sell yourself short. No, I have less. Oh, significant I get what, friendships. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's uh, so like I not fewer. that they're less significant, no, but you don't no, have no. as many. But I don't have as many. Yeah. Okay, maybe. <sighs> Those are our journeys. And for some Who people, knows? I think for some people, it's a lot of work to maintain even just a few friendships. Yeah. And so sometimes I think we can work on being sensitive towards w- what we just shared is not a complete journey. I kind of went childhood, middle school. Like, yeah, th- yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of the early <laughs> days that perhaps maybe influence. What I wanted to think about was like friendship in its pure form, like in its pure raw form without without thinking about what it is. What did you do naturally? What did you do naturally as a kid to engage in friendship? Just I mean, we're kids, so we're mostly play. Right. And I think we don't play enough these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what's the purpose of friendship was yeah. to play together. Yeah. And, and just do life together. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um to have someone along with you for mm-hmm. the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that maybe that would be a nice setup to talk about our friendship. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we're gonna get many, into. Too many minutes. That's the next step, and then we're gonna do listener comments. And I think wrap it up. Yeah, I think this so. Is a, this <laughs> is a lot. This is a big one, everybody. So Macy and I are gonna the talk a little bit about thing. our friendship, <laughs> the least small thing episode. Uh, when we come back, and then we'll do some listener comments. When we come back. Okay, we're back, everybody. Here we are. Uh, are we? Are we talking about like, uh, yeah, our friendship, our friendship journey? Yeah, our friendship journey. Yeah. It is a unique friendship journey, so it's worth mentioning. Yeah. So when we first met each other, we knew each other for a while, but did not see each other. What do you mean? I I definitely saw you. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I mean, maybe okay see each other like, so, okay. full, like actually understanding that person maybe i don't know macy was an intern at our church yes um her <laughs> it's so we've said this so many times i think even on this podcast but like she 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 her her the image i have in my <laughs> mind of macy is darting around the office and hiding i mean that's not she wasn't hiding but like it seemed it seemed that way like she was trying to duck behind things and make herself not not easily seen 
I and you, very sh- shy. I was in a very complicated stage yeah. of life. Yeah. Um. So I guess maybe didn't see you in the sense of like I don't know you. Yeah. But I definitely. You were like Who's you were on that? my radar <laughs> as an intern in our office. I'm like, there goes Macy, and I and I and I was trying to be like, uh, <laughs> I was trying to be like appropriately kind and like I I don't want to okay okay so Macy wasn't my intern. Mm-hmm. I was the high school director. We never really worked together or talked. Intern, right? But I knew you, mm-hmm. and so here comes Macy. Hi, hi Macy. You know, huh. You know, bopping around, hiding. I'm like, oh, I think I scared her. I don't know. I like, want to go back and see the tapes <laughs> of this. I know. Um, yeah, I didn't have much of a perception of you, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. You just were like, oh, the other guy. There's that other, guy. Yeah. That weird high school director guy. And then we, when did we become friends? I knew of you as artsy. I knew of you as like outgoing. I thought I had you filed away as like that artsy outgoing pink haired intern lots of energy shy i spook her <laughs> i don't remember so feeling I file you away this is interesting because i really don't remember and i don't think i ever was actually like spooked by you well yeah but you have you have i st- i watch it now as your friend me, you me said this when you went stage. to diablo the other night like yeah. you, were, you were in that state i was like this is what i used to see in her <laughs> like I, you were literally peeked your head around the corner <laughs> hi and then kind of like bolted back the other way and you're like <laughs> oh the different personas yeah different personas yeah who's to say so that was our first perceptions of each other and then <laughs> Whatever those were we like got coffee because i was going to work with you it right. was like okay, decided so like that i was going to work with you essentially being me spooked by you yeah <laughs> like this non-existent relationship just passing by each other <laughs> um and then I'm trying to think if when we became, when I was like, oh, are we friends? Is this friendship? Yeah, when was that? I'm trying to think of that. Can you think of a moment? So we went out to coffee. Mm-hmm. And I guess you fill in the gaps here a little bit. But like, you know, you wanted to be the high school intern or interested in it. You're mm-hmm. interested in processing that decision with me. And I think in just that first coffee, I, I, I led with by saying, I mean, you're intimidating. You know, and so you do have this sort of bopping around shy persona, but like in the one on one context, I think you become very confident and stable, hmm. you know. Um, and I just remember thinking you were very headstrong and you had a lot of great ideas and thoughts. So that was very compelling. So, like, I knew you more than just, just at that, that point, like merely the shy intern. Yeah. Um, but then we had like a big summer, you know, we had a big summer. We went, oh we my went, goodness. We went on. So for, again, for the listeners, we went to Shasta. Mm-hmm. We, we, we took a bunch of high schoolers to a, a trip to like Shasta, everybody. Mm-hmm. If you want to try to picture this. So we take about, uh, 60 kids and 15 liters. Who knows? A lot of people. And then we, we came back. I mean, this is the crazy life of youth ministry. Yeah. We come back. And instantly turn around, and now we're taking a bunch of kids to L.A. on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. And we're down there together, and we were driving everybody, I think, driving everybody around in our van. Playing the music. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think back to that time, and I mean, I'm always a little bit lost, but I mm. think I was, I mean, we kind of all are, but I think at that time, I was, there was like, going on those trips, 
they were like high stakes for me emotionally. Mm. And I think we bonded as friends because like you were really there, which was really sweet. Mm. I think that was like a significant bonding thing for us Mm -hmm. of like maybe probably through the fact that we had to go through these trips and you kind of get pushed in like a way like you really had to like I really like made my true color show Mm. and you were really there and so Mm. that like again this is important to me as a friend like you saw me and we're like that's fine I'm still like want to be here with you Mm. so like that I think meant a lot and was a good foundation for friendship Mm. for friendship (laughs) and then I also think there's no getting around the fact we have this podcast because we really are interested in a lot of the same things and could not stop talking yeah and I would have in the early days, going back to the, like just knowing you around the office, I would have I wouldn't have known that that would have been a potential dynamic for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know how. I'm trying to think back, like when a, a when was a first initial deep dive conversation? I don't know. I mean, I always say my first big thing from you was you sending me all the Twenty One Pilots videos. I was like, oh, I think Macy's a little bit like me. <laughs> like she goes hard on a group and then shares. Shares. I like sharing. You know. Um, but yeah, very quickly we both we got into long, deep conversations, mm-hmm. you know. And it was within a few months that somebody mentioned you guys should do a podcast. Yeah, because I think we just started talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think we, I think we did have working with someone does put you in a very specific situation where you kind of have to like deal with things, and you kind of we worked together and. I don't know. That was bonding too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it it is nostalgic to think of friends and here we are on our podcast. Yeah. Talking about our friendship and it, and, and you, it's very obvious that you could go through all these friends that you have been talking about and feeling nostalgic about over the last few weeks mm-hmm. and talk about what works in that relationship. You know, what is, yeah. what drives the friendship. And mm-hmm. I just got back from this, retreat with these guys and i've been telling you i feel emotional about that because i can go through each of them and i'm sort of holding them in my heart and mind in a way right now that feels like it needs to be processed Hmm. like big things happened with them yeah and it's sweet and good and it's been like friendship that's been over 20 years but here we are in our podcast just the two of us and it's like i could say um there there is something of a kindred spirit Mm mm-hmm that has been very refreshing. And I think there's there's a sense in our in our lives where in some of a, of the spaces we inhabit we oftentimes feel crazy. Yeah. And and I feel less Big crazy time. talking to you sometimes. Most of the time actually. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, the the thoughts and the the wild thoughts, the just thinking and the talking and going where our minds take us. That was really refreshing. Yeah, I think I I found in our friendship that we can just go the distance on like a big idea. Mm -hmm. And that's really fun. Mm -hmm. That's like we were talking about like friends like play. Like that's a really fun idea of playing. Like, yeah, let's see. Like, let's really just deep dive that. And like doing this podcast is also an ultimate friend thing. Yeah, that is the ultimate leading up to a friend of like doing that leap and doing this thing together. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like a. This feels like getting back to that childlike hmm. wonder of like similar vibes of Titus and me going up and playing basketball. What a weird th- memory. 
Yeah. But yeah, like this this is this is playtime. It's for fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a vision and a dream behind it in terms of hopefully doing some good for someone that's listening. But at the same time, the act of doing it does feel childlike. Oh, 100%. we've got our microphones. Even even the even the technology feels fun. Like we've got our microphones and our box and our SD card and our computer and our editing equipment and it's it, all fun. It's all fun. And I think um I don't know. It's we've <laughs> this is so funny this conversation, but <laughs> in terms of friendship, like there's something to be said about embarking in something together and learning to trust each other in that so like in the beginning we had to like constantly say that like how much fun are you having like are you having as much fun as i'm having and like keep checking each other which was so fascinating but it's i didn't want to be the one that was having more fun (laughs) 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 but i think there is something to be said about this idea of like unmerited fun that mm-hmm. a friendship gives space for yes. and it like honors that yes. and that's what a friendship really is all about and with that comes of course this idea of like we have consistency and like you through that will have moments where you go through ups and downs mm-hmm. but at the core of it I do see our friendship being mostly centered around fun but it's like this weird existential fun where we fun. couldn't like I haven't it's like a very interesting like kind of existing and fun but mm-hmm. it's great and it's mm-hmm. what like like awesome <laughs> and i think it's also fascinating the more we think about this like we all have different kinds of friends that are probably fulfilling different ways we yeah, play i think that's important i think that's like good and awesome yeah it's not good for a friend or anyone in your life to feel like they need to be the person that fulfills all of your relational needs yeah you know yeah no yeah um yeah and i also think a really like fun and significant part of our friendship is that like i like know your family i know your dog (laughs) like you know like my house really well (laughs) like there is like a fun camaraderie of like we're kind of neighbors like we live kind of near each other and we carpool (laughs) oh yeah we can still share music that way and that's like that is such a fun side note like we'll carpool to church and your kids stop carpooling with us but that was extra epic fun (laughs) thing (laughs) yeah i think i don't know i mean what maybe maybe there's one final thing there's not there's a hundred more things but like about this friendship, Ooh. I think it's what what. No, you say your thought, but I have another thought. Well, wh- one of the many things that's taught me, and it has shown me, is that uh, we need, or not need, we. Uh, I don't know the right word to use. Um, some more freaking variety in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I really am. I think needs fine. Challenged by in a good way, your worldview and your thoughts and your perspectives. Yeah. And, and we talk about your house too, like Reuben and Matthew in particular also challenged Mm -hmm. in a good way. Not like challenge, like, Oh, you're coming at me challenging, but like it's, it's, it's a worldview and a way of thinking about things that I am just often not around. Right. I'm exposed to it by clicking on the internet and stuff like that. But to be around you guys and the way you talk and think, I'm like, man, this is, the world needs more of this. Like somebody my age that's approaching 40, like a middle-aged white man doesn't need 
a, a bunch of more middle-aged white men to hang around. Right. Th- they need some younger people. They need some older people. They need some all sorts of variety of people. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very, my life is very much enriched by you and the house and. Yeah, I think I would agree, like, in terms of, even for me as a friend, like, it's good for me to not have just friends who are all in their young 20s. Like, I I am constantly you need more growing and learning. straight white male Christian perspective in your well, life. Well, I don't know if I need that, <laughs> but I definitely know that it's, like, it's good for me to have friends that are thinking of, like, a family and mm-hmm. raising kids. Mm-hmm. That's something that most of my friends aren't dealing with. Right. But... It's like a, I think it's a healthy, good relationship to know people in those Mm. situations. It's just, I don't know. I've valued that. And I've also think it's, okay, this is, I don't want to go on too big of a tangent, but. Here we go. We talk about this thing, y'all, called the Enneagram. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) there is no way that, like, we would be as probably good of friends as we are. Yeah. Without the Enneagram slash we are slightly Ennea buds. Mm. We have grown through this Enneagram, which gosh, if there's anything the Enneagram does, it makes you kind of be honest with yourself. And if you have friends who are willing to kind of call you on your things or see you and be with you along this journey where you're trying to catch yourself in the act, there's something so sacred and cool about that. And I think Mm we have been able to be honest with each other and have a language to express what's going on so much easier mm. because of the Enneagram. Enneagram buds. Enneagram buds. Enneagram buds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. We just did it. When uh, we come back, back. Listener comments. We'll do some listener comments and we'll close out this episode that we're trying to lasso in. <laughs> we are trying to lasso it's gotten away it, we didn't lasso it but we tried you heard our attempts <laughs> when we okay. come back okay we're back we're back everybody we're, we're scrolling through our instagram and we're trying to find some comments and we have some comments that we're going to read and engage with, and then we're going to call it a night. Mm-hmm. On our end, it's night. Maybe you're listening in the morning, but where we are, it's night. Okay. And I'm getting sleepy. So <laughs> should I read this first one? Sure. Who's it from? This comes from whatever is my forte. Whoa. What mm. a handle. What a handle. Um, I'm okay. very intrigued. Do you know this person? No. They're just on our Instagram. They Ooh. just commented. Um, they are, their tag is whatever when you click on their profile and they are an ENFP T weirdest weirdo of all the weirdos. Maybe who knows that is their description. Fascinating. So whatever is my forte has said, I've been through a very beautiful friendship with these four beautiful persons that I love so dearly in my heart. I will tell you, wait, I love so dearly in my heart. You till now. Whoa. I don't know that sentence. Is it? Uh, oh, oh, this is this is big. For me, I'm looking at it now. friendship is. Here we go. Okay. Okay. If someone truly loves you, what does that mean? They will, always, they will always try to help you sincerely no matter what. Okay. 
Uh-oh, you and that friend in that t-shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if someone oh, truly yeah, loves yeah. you, they will say, if anything happens to you, I'll be beside you. But remember this, nothing will happen to you as long as God's beside you. Wow. This is provocative. This is what true friends are. This they is are still the same comment, everybody. They this are person part wrote of, a lot. <clears throat> they are part of your life and also part of your family. Even though you didn't relate it by blood, but you're related to them with tears and joy that you've spent together. Okay, okay, okay. These okay. are those are big thoughts. Bold thoughts Lots on friendship. Of big, you know, it's interesting that we're ending with listener thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. if anything, it seems like it might have been appropriate to start with listener thoughts. <laughs> I think but you like, might be right. But because we've already said our opinions. Yeah, we're we're slow. We're, we're well. What maybe people can understand in here is some of these leader leader listener comments are going to bump up against our own personal opinions and i think it's for this person this is what friendship everybody has a right to to define what friendship is for them maybe that's one of the main points of this as i'm reading this i think that would be hard to be this person's friend (laughs) because i don't know if i could fulfill these expectations I, I I mean, it, I don't, it says, if I don't know what truly loves you. They will always try to help you sincerely, no matter what. Okay. Okay. No matter sure. what. Sure. And then always, there's a I, lot I don't of like the word always. If someone truly loves you, they will say, if anything happens to you, I'll be beside you. I don't know about that. The, the, I, 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 I'm saying, um, I guess if we're going to read Ooh. a few more of these, like the, the idea is that we will say our personal opinion Having said that, having said that, it's really important to say, we say blessings to you on your definition. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Good cool. for you. Snaps. Hope you find that. You have every right to look for that. Well, they said they have four really yeah. close friends, which I do think. These are reasonable this, things to ask for. This comment is naming something where maybe for this person, friend isn't used super loosely mm. because this is like a friend is family. Like they're looking at friends like with a big significance yeah. not quite what i'm looking for in a friend mm-hmm. but there it is a different take everybody maybe that represents your take okay um what do you have next should we go on to the next post there's a lot there oh okay i, I yeah yeah let's do it um okay do you want to read the next one? Oh, sure you the one pick. at the top here uh laura heck one of my best friends oh really Growing up laura heck yeah I she lived I've 13, laura. 13, 13 doors down Okay, this will be fun to read uh, Macy's friend. Getting to know someone so well that a simple look conveys a million words. So true. Oh, because that's in response to Mm -hmm. our thing. Uh, And then tags Macy. At Macy. I think having a smaller group of really great friends you can lean on for support, accountability, happiness, adventure is the greatest part. Hmm. That's nice. Those are important things like accountability. Yeah. That's an interesting thing that some people really bring up with friendship is this idea of being held accountable. Mm, I don't like it. I don't. I don't think I like (laughs) it either. But I I can see I can see the value in it for some people there. I guess uh, this. Oh, gosh, we would have to deep dive this one. But I would say quick side note again. we're, We're not necessarily wanting to attract a Christian audience, but we have roots in Christianity. So that comes up, mm-hmm. you know, so what I'll say about like several of my friends is we met at a private Christian school 
mm. accountability was the buzzword. Oh, I'm sure it was. And essentially, you're you're meeting to hold each other accountable to this very nebulous Christian standards. Now, I could get on board with accountability at this stage in my life with me stating some things I would like to be held accountable to. Right. But no, nobody, I don't want to be held accountable to somebody, some other friend's standards. For yeah. My life. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I like this, uh, can lean on for support. And I don't know if we mentioned this, but I do think friends are really significant in times of like just needing people. I think we're all human. Mm. So mm. we have moments of just needing to be around other people who will hold us or be with us and mm. care for us. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something sweet and beautiful that friends offer even fives we do although it's hard to get in touch with that need but it's there i think it's there (laughs) (laughs) okay oh my gosh uh zinging cutie my friend max said trauma bonding which that kind of set you off didn't it it did i i can 100 percent attest to that i think a lot of my friendships i don't know if i'll keep this in but especially in college like we are all really trauma bonded from the shooting Oh, right. Like, uh, majorly. Man, and um, she put a uh, laughy to your face, but maybe, who knows? Yeah, and, like, in more than that, but that really set, I won't keep this in, but that really set everyone off. Mm, and, like, hard. is a huge reason we're all I friends. didn't know that that's what she was talking about. I think I think she's probably talking about lots of things, but I think that was the ultimate start. Okay. I'll read the next one. Kayla. Kayla Lift. Lifker? Do you know her? Uh, no. Okay. Another new, a new, another newbie. Her description is, I don't know why I'm doing this. Some want to live with the sound of, within the sound of church bells. I want to run a rescue shop within a yard of hell. Whoa. What a line. Uh, it is a line. I don't know what that means, but. What any number. Okay. Mm. It depends on the level of friendship, I think. Ooh, An need important like note. I just liked it. There are certain friends you have that'll that you'll tell everything to and you're there to support them and love them through everything. But there's other friends that you might be close to, but you wouldn't or aren't willing to tell them certain things. This is true. That's true. She's speaking truth. It's not because you don't love them or care about them any less. Your relationship is just different than the ones as your close friends. Well said. Oh, I I really agree with this. In all my friendship, there has been a season where I need to establish that I trust that person before I can tell them certain things about myself. Or be able to go deep with them. But maybe I'm just a six. I was going to guess a six. <laughs> yeah, Shrug. that's interesting. This idea of trust. Mm. Hmm. Hmm, Kayla, she seems to be a intriguing, potential, no small thing listener engager. Yeah, thank you for that comment. I fully can that, understand. That, that's one I think we kind of get on board with and agree with. Both yeah. of us. Yeah. Just a little cautious of how intimate we're getting and how quickly it's happening and how frequently it's going to be happening. And, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Should we read Daniel? Yes. <laughs> okay, Daniel, our friend, friend, major friend of the show. Daniel Kai's 137. Yeah. Oh, does he have it's any a, sort of handle or It's a reference to uh, Mr. Rogers, the 137. He says, I love ancient Greece, a teacher of radical love named Yeshua and you. <laughs> so Daniel. That is so Daniel. He studies Greek. Okay. He says, I had a very tight friend group when I was in high school. It was wonderful, but I was a different person then. Over the years, I've changed a lot and nurtured parts of myself, which I'd previously thought to be selfish or weakness such as my need for aloneness, declining invitations to overwhelming high-stimulus activities, 
my extremely esoteric interests, which many people don't know enough about to have a conversation. <laughs> yes. Well, I agree with all of this stuff. <laughs> I think that good friendships are those that adapt as friends become different people. Mm. And the best friendships are those that accept releva- revelations of things that were there all oh, along. Oh, yes. Ooh, so good. Well said. Woo! Daniel, bringing the heat, but are just now becoming brave enough to reveal themselves. Man, yeah. that is... The episode, everybody. Just go read Daniel's comment on Instagram. That's what we've been trying to say. (laughs) I like that idea of a friend being someone who can handle wherever you're going through existentially and can sit with you and still be like, yeah, I'm still here with you. Mm -hmm. That that that. feels important. Oh, whoa. Someone who's existential often. (laughs) Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, no. This next one's all about dates. Okay. Um, okay. I can read the next one from Haley Balby. Whoa, where's this? In the most recent post. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hit us. Uh, the Winnie the Pooh post. Yeah. This is your friend? This is my friend, Haley. Okay. Uh, Ooh, big one. Friends are everything. Friends are everything. Everything. When I think about my closest friends, a lot of them started out through such a small or random thing, such as one youth group na- game, a shared crazy love for a camp, in parentheses, Hollow Macy. Mm-hmm. This is the friend I've mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. us bonding in mm-hmm. one minute. Or a really sincere birthday card from someone I wasn't that close to. One moment of feeling some kind of similarity, connection, or even just feeling like I was noticed by someone has led to the deepest and closest friendships that have lasted for many years. I've never considered myself someone who has a lot of friends, but I think loyalty is one of the most important qualities of friendship for me. Hmm. So once I have someone as a friend, I just want to keep getting closer and never let that friendship go. Hmm. I know as I get older and busier and friends keep living further away that it's hard to keep hold of all those friendships, but I'm determined to fight that as much as possible because it's so important to me. What's she on the Instagram? Probably a nine. A sexual nine. Is that your thoughts? <laughs> she sounds. Yeah, I can. Like she I can that close fully one-on-one. see this in Haley. Uh, I don't hear a lot of a like everybody being together in that sometimes, but I, it's it's in there. I don't. Hmm. Maybe. I don't see. I don't see a lot of like. I just love everybody being together in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think Haley's always had like deep, significant relationships, mm. and she's been one of the most loyal friends I've ever had. And I'm super close to her family and. Gratitude Loyalty runs for deep. Friendships. Gratitude for friendships. Reflections. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have one for my personal account. Wait. Whoa. No, I just like this. I like the idea of one moment or feeling some kind of similarity. Like, I do think that sometimes in a friendship, it takes just like a moment or a spark of seeing each other and being like, yeah, like you see me in this way. And it like gives you freedom to be that way. That would maybe be one of the biggest thoughts of the night i think mm-hmm. i i think that's a value that is a uh a necessary valuable thing about friendship mm-hmm. i agree wholeheartedly yeah it, it helps say something back to yourself um, I, yeah. i'm trying to put this vibe out do you see it do you understand yeah i see it i understand yeah i get it and i'm like oh good because I, I i've never tried this before it but feels I'm so <laughs> it feels really good and mm-hmm. like i don't know it's a it's a beautiful thing. It seems essential. It seems essential. Okay, um, Lynn Beaumont, uh, actually Brian and Lynn Beaumont, they share an account. I never know who it is on Facebook or Instagram, but they're great. Um, on my Instagram, answered this question. Said, for me, friendship is someone you can call on at any time, but hmm. also someone you may not need to see, 
or be with for years and then can pick up right where you left off. Yes. I have a friend that I met in Sunday school when we were both eight years old. We plan to celebrate together when we realize that we've been friends for 50 years. Didn't happen because of calendar conflicts, but we are scheduling it this year. I love that. That's super sweet yeah. and nice. <laughs> this idea that like, okay, we wait another year, yeah. but we're still going to celebrate and be good yeah. friends. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I think the expectation of time is really different for everyone. It is. That if, if there's another thing we've said a lot tonight, it's this idea of expectation of time spent and accountability. You just have to negotiate that. Mm-hmm. And every friendship is going to be a little different. If I'm friends with someone that needs more time, I'm willing or maybe becoming more willing to meet them halfway. But they also need to understand. You're you're doing a lot of traversing to meet them halfway. Traversing. That's such a good word. Well, it's it's just like this idea of um, if I maybe I need to make sure everybody knows. That I don't want the consistent every day. Now, if you know that and are still wanting that from me, isn't it a little weird? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't want. I. I could not. I couldn't. I could not. Um, go out to coffee or drinks or something with a friend, knowing that they were like, in quote, sacrificing for me. Yeah, that would feel very strange. But I'd some rather people are be okay at home tonight. That. But I know this means a lot to you, so I'm here because I'm your friend. I'm like, um, then stay home. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> but I think some friends are like, yeah, great. You, you're, you're my friend. That's good. You should do that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we all think of it differently. We do. I don't want anybody going out of their way for me. You know? No. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, going out of their Unless, way. Like if I'm in like a dire state or something and I'm like, I don't know, then m- maybe, maybe, but maybe we're coming up against the, um, the insufficient or broken or uh i don't know the 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 faulty way of the way we think about friendships you and me both us yeah like to to and maybe more so maybe even me but like denying my own needs hmm. and to say that like maybe yeah <sighs> Maybe at the end of the day, I would want something, somebody sacrificing for me or like loving me, even if it was hard for them or something like that. But I don't want to admit that I have the need. There is something. It's I have multiple emotions about that idea. Yeah, because. In some instances, I can see it as like a beautiful thing and a testament to their love. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also kind of uncomfortable with that, that I Mm. would need that they would feel the need to do that Woo! these are our thoughts everybody <sighs> our are, thoughts we, we, do, we honestly do wish we could hear everybody's thoughts yeah uh, that's why the listener comments i'm glad we got mm-hmm. some going this week mm-hmm. this Friendship. isn't a meandering episode so thanks for coming <laughs> on this journey with us we don't have a blessing or anything to read like that we, we could find one maybe i'll close with a sweet friend song oh do you know one I can find one. Oh, <laughs> sweet friend song. Okay, uh, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode. We have had a lot of fun. We have been really impacted by this episode. Oh. Maybe it might seem weird. You guys are like, what the Deeply. heck is going on I with these guys? I have had like, tears in the back of my head the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about my friends. Macy's been thinking about her friends. What is friends? What are relationships? It's big. It's no small thing. We, we'll probably do 
many multiple parts. Mm-hmm. We'll be revisiting this topic. Yeah, but more tonight, to come. Uh, here comes, here comes a friend song. Everybody, <laughs> good night. <laughs> From a freeway trailer If you'd handled what I'd taken Separate loads, separate calls No fine line, don't have to be a dead rat Turn around.